Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a travel industry veteran who's worked at hotels, ski resorts, and on board the ships of major cruise lines. Her first book, All Over the Map, Two Lovers, Six Continents, and A Date with Destiny is out now. We welcome Tanya Zafi. Hi, thanks for having me. I appreciate the time. Let's go beyond the mic. Tanya, you've always enjoyed travel. As a youth, you were accepted into a two-year travel consultant program at the Grant McEwen Community College in Edmonton. What did your time as part of that program teach you? Well, uh, that program definitely confirmed my love of travel. Uh, but uh, it was interesting. It kind of lets you see the inside of all these different countries and then some cultural things as well and just uh, some ins and outs of the travel industry as well. So I always feel like by myself taking the travel consultant program, it kind of propelled me towards my destiny. Ten years as part of cruise ships. What was your first job on the cruise ship and what was your last job? I started working on Princess Cruises, was my first cruise ship that I had ever worked on. And I was hired as a junior assistant purser, which is guest services. Then from there, I went to work on Renaissance Cruises, which was over in Europe and in the Mediterranean. And I actually ended up doing night auditing on that cruise ship with something different I had never done. And the last cruise ship I worked on was Disney Cruises. And I worked in the office as well. And my last position on there was working in the crew office. Plenty of places to travel. Where are some of the places you've traveled? Oh, I've been fortunate to been able to travel to many different places with working on the cruise lines, it was essentially like paid travel. So I do feel fortunate that that gave me the opportunity to travel. I first went to Puerto Rico and in the Caribbean, St. Thomas, Granada, we went to Venezuela and then over in the, we also went up to Alaska and did the Panama Canal. Uh, I also was over with the, in France with Renaissance Cruises, and we did Portugal, Gibraltar, Malta, Greece, Turkey, Cyprus, Israel, Egypt, so many amazing places that I was able to travel with a cruise ship. How did you feel leaving home and your family, supporting your adventures, but you're missing holidays and birthdays, (laughs) but yet making great friends and meeting people? My family was always very supportive of any of my endeavors and adventures that I did, which I was very thankful for. Um, yes, I did when I first went on Princess Cruises. I That was my first Christmas that I was away from home. And while at the same time you have moments of, oh, I'm sad I'm going to be away from home, you have... Um, all these great friendships. And at that time is when I had met Joseph, who is now my better half on the cruise ship and the bond that you have together. You're literally in the same ship together in the same boat. So you're just there together and enjoying the moment. And then uh, you know that there is an end in your contract is mine was about six and a half months and that you're going to go home after that. And it was all these amazing memories that I have for it. So I was, thankful that I did take the leap of faith and go and take the job opportunity on the cruise ship. 
The book is All Over the Map, Two Lovers, Six Continents, and a Date with Destiny. And the author, Tanya Zafi, joins us beyond the mic. And then you met him. Talk about the love of your life and how a ship safety drill changed your lives. <laughs> yeah, uh, I first joined Princess Cruises, and it was my very first day ever working on a cruise ship. And our supervisor told us, go get your uniforms on, get your life jacket on, and go to the lifeboat drill on deck seven. So I went up to the lifeboat drill with my cabin mate, and we were there, had my life jacket on, and I see him from across the room, and that was my love at first sight moment. And that is now, it took us a long time to get there over the course of eight years, but my husband of 13 years. So it was a, it really was the love boat. It was a magical time. Now, first it was an introduction, then time at the staff bar, then going out on mm-hmm. expeditions. How fast did both of you fall in love? Uh, it was almost in the beginning, you know, um, he knew me and I knew him type of a thing. But then uh, slowly, you know, there's many people on the ship and um, other people are there's there was a girl in the boy in the book where I was like, Oh, I could see her flirting with him. And, you know, she was attracted to him. And so, you know, you just try not to think of those things and have the jealousy or that sort of a thing. But, um, no, we came through for me and Joseph and, um, the time that we spent on the cruise ship, it just kind of brings you that much closer because we would try to spend any of our time that we could. There's a lot of work. You work a lot on the cruise ship and, um, so then we would match up our ashore time when we're in port and we would go, you know, to the beautiful beaches or go scuba diving and, uh, go on these adventures together and, um, make the memories that we were. So it just kind of brings you that much closer. And it felt like I knew him much longer than I did after we got off the cruise ship because it was, we're together 24 seven, um, and it's kind of living a fantasy life and living the dream. But then, you know, once you get to land life, it's, it's different and then reality sets in. <laughs> Tanya, you were from Canada. He was from Austria. That's right. When you separated, how tough was it for you? Uh, you know, there was times when it was really hard um, because uh, that's a far distance. It's two continents and it wasn't just easy to go see him. There has to be an itinerary and luggage and details. So, but we would always um, stay in contact as much as we can. But then when we would see each other, there was times I didn't see him for two years. But when we did see each other, really, I guess we lived in the moment uh, most of the time and, you know, just enjoyed the time that we did have together and made it the quality time. And uh, then just tried to work together so that we would be able to eventually live in the same place and for him to move to Canada and where we live now. Two years, a long-distance relationship. You kept a long-distance relationship for two years? Yes, more than once with him. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, I didn't see, see. That wasn't always the plan. After we got off the cruise ship, he moved to Canada, and he bought a one-way ticket, and he was coming to Canada, but he was here only for eight days, and we went on a camping trip, and he got in an accident, and he ended up breaking his jaw. So <laughs> that kind of changed the course of our life, and it sent him eventually sent him home he only stayed in Canada for 30 days so then after that yeah it was a 
we thought he would come back sooner than he did, but he couldn't. And then just, you know, things and work and job and money and everything comes into play. And so, yeah, it was two years. I didn't see him. And he uh, eventually flew me to Austria so I could go see his homeland for the first time and took me to Venice for my birthday. And, you know, we were kind of living the bubble life, the fantasy life again, but enjoying each other's time. But yeah, it was two years. What's the biggest misconception of the travel industry? People think you get a day off. There is no day off. You work every single day and you work hard. Like I said, it really matters on the position that you do. I worked, um, as I said, in the front office and I worked 56 hours a week approximately. And Joseph, who was a pastry chef, he worked about an average of 100 hours a week. And that's a huge difference. I mean... (laughs) However, he did get paid a lot more than I did. But yeah, the misconception definitely is that you must get a day off. It's not. You go, go, go. You kind of work hard and you play hard. And then by the time your contract is done, you're tired. Like I did six and a half months. I was tired. I was ready to go home. I didn't want to leave my friends or Joseph, of course, but our plans was he was coming to Canada. So uh, then it was okay. But yeah, you're just tired at the end of your contract for sure. So the after hours parties, the drinking, the hookups, those are all true. (laughs) Well, some of them are true. Yes. I mean, um, people do like to go to the crew bar and let loose and you're kind of all in the same area and, you know, living the same life you are. And that's the meeting point. You meet and mingle in the crew area. So yes, um, lots of people, form relationships or not, but, um, and they always have different things going on for crew to kind of keep their morale up, whether it's game night or disco night or karaoke night, it's always something going on for the crew just kind of to keep it going. So yeah, there's, uh, there's lots of different things and you meet not just, uh, a partner relationship, but also for your friends, you meet some great friends. I have some wonderful friends that I've met and I'm in contact still to this day. So It's an interesting bond that you do form on the ship. Tanya, why was writing this book so important to you? Uh, You know, I never originally set out to write a book. I ended up first writing a letter. I was watching Ellen DeGeneres and I, she had um, inspiring stories on and I was, oh, my husband inspires me and I'm going to write a letter to Ellen DeGeneres. So I started to write a letter that I never sent and it morphed into my book. Uh, so I was, it's interesting, but it's, um, I'm proud that I did write the book and that we have our story because it is quite the story. Like it, it's not just travel. It's about the long distance relationships and kind of believing, believing in yourself and that true love is out there. So, uh, yeah, it can be a story that can inspire many different people with the problems with COVID-19 pandemic. How is watching the cruise industry? Yeah, it's definitely hard. And, um, and it's sad to see and, you know, um, but hopefully in time, whenever people can travel again, it's just kind of um, giving the people the opportunity to kind of maybe be explore a little bit more of maybe where they want to go and what they want to do. So that when we all, are able to travel again, that people will be booking cruises and will go on and it will carry on. But definitely it it, it is hard and hard to imagine what everybody is going through and the people that work on the ships and such and the companies. And yes, because it's 
definitely not something fun at all. Tanya, time is running out, so it's time for the Rocky Need. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Best boat you were ever on and why? Well, Princess Cruises because of my love at first sight moment. Favorite and least favorite place to travel to? Santorini. Love it. It's everything I imagined. My least favorite was probably LaGuardia in Venezuela just because to see any of Venezuela, we had to get out of the port. That would be my only reason why. What's your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert is Mississippi mud pie. It's also called sex in the pan. (laughs) Now with your husband being a pastry chef, he had to have made you something incredible. Oh my gosh. Yes, he, he does. And actually funny enough that you're saying that just on the weekend, he was making all doing some Christmas baking and doing some pastries and oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, yeah, he does make extravagant, extravagant desserts. I was going to say creme brulee, but then I quickly in my mind changed my thought. (laughs) Best place in the boat that few people know about. Oh, that few people know of. Oh my gosh. There's one, I'm, what, what deck was it? Um, at the stern of the boat where me and Joseph would go and it was uh, just a quiet place. But um, so, I mean, the passengers wouldn't know of that and it was just a quiet place we would watch the sail away from. What island do you consider a hidden gem? Granada. It is, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The beaches and it's such calm water and the spice in the air of, yeah, Spice Island, it's it's beautiful. What's your guilty pleasure on board? I can't even think of something. You know what? I have never been a passenger on a cruise ship. I've only worked on it. We could order off the menu when we were working with Princess Cruises, so I would say um, shrimp, like, you know, scampi or something. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Feared item to cozy up with. And you can't say your husband. <laughs> My book, no. (laughs) Um, A glass of wine. Best holiday tradition from your family is? Best holiday tradition. Well, we, for Christmas dinner, we do fondue, which is an Austrian tradition. Because I'm in Canada, normally it would be turkey. So I love that tradition. And if we're talking something outside the house, it would be the Krampus St. Nicholas tradition in Austria. Her favorite cruise ship was with Princess Cruises. She loves Mississippi mud pie and met the love of her life on a cruise ship. A letter to Ellen turned into all over the map. Two lovers, six continents, and a date with destiny. Author Tanya Zafi, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. That was amazing. (laughs) And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.